Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Have you ever heard that before? No. See, you've never listened to podcasts. Not yet. <laughs> it's okay. We don't we don't listen to it either. I think that's awesome. If I listen to it, will it grow your I think audience be- by twenty five percent? Hey, thirty. That would be thirty three percent. No, twenty five. No, oh, man. so that's true. so many loyal, awesome listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there are people that listen to it. Uh, there are, John. There are. Seriously, say hi. Hello. No, <laughs> no, the people listening. <laughs> uh, we're talking to John Fleming today. Woo! Ear candy fame. The man, the myth, the legend, John Fleming. Now say hi. Hello. All right. A member of many bands. Yep. Of three. What three Wait, bands? Wait, current or just currently or forever? Forever. Currently. Forever's like he plays bass. Fifty. Very well. I what, play, what play bass do? with Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell. Play bass with Protest Kids, and then I play bass with a couple of Yahoos named. Travis and Jamie. Jamie and Travis. Yes. Present. Uh, Spoiler yeah. alert. New, new, new fun thing. What's that going to be called? Love the dog. Love is the dog from Nebraska. All right. It's the band. The band now has the the, the project now has members. Oh man. Holy shit. And we're playing Travis Yost originals. Yes, we are. And it's freaking fun as I hell. Know. It makes me feel really good. And it's freaking Travis out a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you write really good songs, Travis, and we really like them. Oh, geez. Okay. Now let's do this the whole Come on, time. Travis. You're like you're <laughs> a master at shameless self-promotion. Here, let's I go. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not when it, like, promote, I promote an idea. I don't promote the actual thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but, John, you own Ear Candy Music? Yes, sir. Just real quick, because I actually don't know any. I, I've. I feel like you're a pretty good pal of mine, and but I, there's so much I don't know about you. Can you just real quick? I want to talk about baseball. We will talk about baseball. Yeah, but, but ear candy is more interesting. But well, ear candy is more interesting, <laughs> more stressful. But can you tell? Yeah. Can you tell everybody just how you ended up in Missoula? I know you're from North Dakota. I, I came to Missoula to uh, go to grad school. And for what? What did you study? Uh, American literature, what? with an emphasis on. 20th century American playwrights. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Are you serious? Holy shit. I am serious. No shit. Yeah. And what year was that? N- 1991. No kidding. Yeah. And did you... Wow. You want to hear the title of the thesis that I never wrote? Yeah. The Myth of the American Dream in the Castrated Male in Late 20th Century American <laughs> Culture. <laughs> oh. I am totally... So Death of a Salesman, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, that's an obvious one. Okay. And then wow, you couldn't think of any others. Oh no, I had oh, the whole okay. damn thing ready to go. I just never did it because you were like, "What's the point?" Yeah, no. It. The other play was "Buried Child" by Sam Shepard, and then "Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf?" No shit. Yeah, that's so cool. So, were you like a theater guy? No, you were. I like, like to read plays and books. I mean, I read. I try to get through a book a day or every two days. I if if I'm on a roll, I can get a book done in a day and a half. A whole book? If it's an easy read. Like, but hundreds of pages? Yeah. In two days? Yeah, I don't accomplish much else. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. Well, hell yeah. And you're yeah, all- I'm reading, a, uh, I just started one this morning called The Road to November. That's why I'm like five minutes late. I got it's engrossed in this book. Oh, yeah? What was it? Who wrote it? I don't even know the guy's name, actually. I, I went to Fact and Fiction and, um, you know, they just, rec- they give me a 
they recommend stuff. I grab a stack and walk out. So I don't always, you know, I don't always know what I'm getting. That's so freaking great, man. I love going to Fact and Fiction because Chris Latrey is there. Yes, Chris he's is the awesome. Best. Does he work there full time now? Uh, he works there enough. He's he's there every time I go. Yeah, in, every which, time I've gone in lately. And who's the other woman that worked? Mara, is that her name? Don't know. I think so. The older, they're awesome. The older woman. That that was Barbara. She, she retired. Yeah, she she was the owner. I yeah, think. yeah. I only I only I only go in when Chris is in. I have literally gone in and turned immediately around because Chris was not there. Because you're like, I don't know how to buy a book. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't even I don't, know what I want. I don't know how to read. Oh, man. I think that's so cool, man. Yeah. I, wish I mean, I, 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 if I had finished my thesis, I, would, I wouldn't be in Missoula right now. That's for sure. Well, I mean, I feel like finishing a thesis in, Ameri- in, in getting a master's in, in literature. American literature. At this school, tough. I mean, it's not tough, but it, I mean, everyone's, it's creative writing, you know, which is the big emphasis for the grad program, which I did not know when I moved here. So I I couldn't get a TA. um, A TA uh, position? Yeah, I couldn't, I wasn't able to get a teacher's assistantship. So, you know, I'm at Subway delivering (laughs) Subway sandwiches. Did you know that Subway used to deliver? The only one in the country, I think, here in Missoula. Whoa. Are was you serious? The, the, I'm serious. The one on 1701 Brooks, my first job in Missoula. It's terrible. I mean, you, it's all right, but, you know. Delivering Subway sandwiches. Yeah, going to grad school, delivering Subway. Holy shit. <laughs> did not impress the ladies, I'll tell you what. But also, if, if you get a master's in American literature, the only thing to do is teach, right? Essentially. You can't, like, use that. And I, I also have a, uh, American history, too. So there's a program. I don't think they have it here. They had... They may now. It's called American Studies, like history, yeah. culture, yeah. literature, music. So in a way, in a weird way, I am sort of using my totally. schooling. Yeah, you know. Oh man, that's super. So, so can you tell me a little bit about. Uh, you grew up in Jamestown. Yes, Jamestown, Jamestown North, Dakota. North Dakota, home of the world's largest buffalo. Oh, now we're talking. Is he still alive? It's cement. Oh. <laughs> is, he, is he still alive? I mean, I assumed it was a male buffalo. Of course. Is uh, she still alive? Well, I mean, you'd think, I think that usually the males are larger. <laughs> females. Uh, how big? Cement. How is it really big? It's, yeah, it's big. It's just a big cement <laughs> statue. statue of a. But they do have, there's a, the buffalo, the wild buffalo museum is there. And. Uh, so there's buffalo that roam around at, on the grounds of the the frontier fort, the tourist attraction that's there. Oh, right on. This yeah. is on 90. 90- there's an albino uh, uh, buffalo that was born there. I can't remember the name, but yeah, albino buffalo. Oh, right. Wrap your head around if, that. I, I dig still alive. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, where is uh, Jamestown? Jamestown? It's 100 miles straight west of Fargo Got on it. Interstate 94. It's right there. 100 miles east of Bismarck. And you're into cool stuff. So you were into you're into writing, you're into music, you're into literature and how to, what what was the uh those aren't things I necessarily think of as being like uh big for young people in central North Dakota. I could be totally uh, wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's not much to do there. Yeah. Ice fish. Ice fish. Ugh, That's it's cold it. there. Drag Maine. Dra- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh Okay, so I'm more interested in your candy yeah. than I am baseball. Hit it. So I'm going to do as much as I can to yeah, talk about I'm, your candy. I'm, I'll steer it back to baseball. I know you will. It's good. No, no, uh, but uh, but real real classy segues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did that start? How did you get into wanting a record store? Um, my friend, 
John Tenezic just approached me. I was working at Rock and Rudy's at the time. And he and I, he worked there. We opened up the, the record store for them. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, was it your candy used to be a, a rock? Oh, you, no, you no, opened I, the Rock and Rudy's Yeah, we store. opened the Rock and got it, got the, it. The, They had all these records in the base. They had some records in the back section of the store, but there was tens of thousands in the basement that were just, you know, Sitting which there. I had known. If I had the knowledge I have now back then, man, I could have. Yeah. There's probably some stuff in it that's it was worth a lot of money. When, um, when was so we, that? Was 90, 95. And so anyway, uh, John and I opened it. John then went to work at uh, uh, audio, like a five, you know, stereo place called Everything Electronic mm-hmm. and uh, Stereo Plus. I think maybe it's called too Everything Electronic Stereo Plus. And he, I think he burnt out on that, and he just approached me and said, hey, I'm going to take a loan out on my truck, and we should open a store. I mean, and then just with being <laughs> impulsive, <laughs> I said, sure. Uh, so I, uh, uh, I, I sold my 1959 Chrysler Windsor for like 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I used that and a bunch of records out of my own collection. And we opened the store over here in the warehouse mall, right by Draftworks. Oh, no shit. It was right there. That's where, yeah, full circle. I mean, if I, you know, so that was September 21st, 1997. Was your first day open? Was first day we were open. Yeah. Awesome. And then, uh, um, but man, you know, it's like. If I would if, if if I would have had the forethought or would have known how this neighborhood would have turned out, I'd never would have left. Right? You know, I'd have the whole whole floor of that building now, probably. You know, yeah. That's where Shakespeare and Company started as well. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started at the same time, about the same time. No way. Yeah, Garth used to work at uh, Freddie's Feed and Read, I think, and then he just had a tiny little office over there. Was that the place near the university? Yeah, like Freddie's right. Feed and Read. One, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Bookstore, little deli. So you started selling, and you guys sold vinyl mostly, and CDs, but and some cassettes, but a lot of records. But yeah. you guys were selling in '90s. I mean, now I feel like vinyl is there's a resurgence. Right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. '97, you were. It, it was, was CDs. Yeah. Mostly CDs. Yeah. Uh, what was that like starting a business that, in part, was slinging something that was so niche at that uh, time? It wasn't easy. Um, I, had a, I had to have a second job, yeah. a night job for many, many years. Yeah. And so the first year, <laughs> I did my taxes. The net profit was $666. So you were in the black. <laughs> profit, but, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I made a pact with the devil, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 Profit of the beast. Yeah, profit of the beast. There That's you go. Awesome. And then what year did you guys move to the... Uh, are you? Do you call it the hip strip? I, oh, man. <laughs> I, it's hip because uh, there's I like that there's term, skateboarding. Man. I, I know, tacos, I know. Beer and it's a strip, and Ye- it's a strip of street. Oh man, <laughs> that's that. You can buy vintage clothes. It's, that is, it's problematic for me. Yeah, it that that term because anytime you say you're something, it automatically implies you might not be that. Yeah, sure. like it's like someone giving themselves their own nickname. Yeah, yeah, yes. 
the mighty Travis. The mighty Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. hey. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> That's good. Uh, what what year did you guys move to Higgins? <laughs> we moved to <laughs> the hip strip. <laughs> it wasn't even, I don't think, I don't even know if it's called that. That's got to um, be like the last 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's maybe a little longer. We moved to uh, 736 South Higgins in June of 1998. Before, uh, it's where Compass Barber is right now. Oh, right on, yeah. That's where we were at. A little farther down the street. Yeah, and before it was, before we were there, it was a comic book store called Red Iguana Comics. Ooh, cool. And then before that, it was a clothing store called... Generation X. Man, this neighborhood sounds hip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I I, I think that... I might not be remembering this right, but I... And don't get me wrong, I love the independent and I miss it. Yeah. But it was someone selling advertising. They're like, well, come up with this name and then we'll get... All these businesses. Uh, that's I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. That's where how it all started. Okay, well, I could I could see that. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It is useful. Yeah, to I, describe an area of downtown. How about Sohig? <laughs> South of Higgins. Sohig is is definitely really rolls off the tongue. So I'm going to the uh, Sohig area. Uh, okay, but so now you guys are are like that. Yeah, I got a loft in Sohig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you're you're now in between Mellow Moon and Border Missoula. Border Missoula, yeah. Right? Border Missoula used to be in that spot. Awesome. And yeah. and if people need vinyl, if you uh, Want, are looking for a record player? Uh, you guys also do a ton of special orders. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Go down there. That is where you should buy your music. It's the best. Okay, moving on. Damn uh, it! <laughs> this conversation. But Travis, no, you, I understand. You, I, I know. I'll talk about whatever you guys no, want to talk about. Well, no, no, no. Do you have not another thing to say about no, ear candy? I'm just. I'm just I'm, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you would know that we decided uh, ear candy was our one of our favorite customer service experiences in Missoula. In yeah, agreed stuff. between all three of us. Yeah, it was a it was a win. It was the only one we could agree on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who was you, the third you person? Su- surprised by that? Uh, Duncan Gashevitz. Duncan. Dunk. Yeah. Dunk. 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 <laughs> dunk. Dunk. Yeah. So. That's I'm just cool. saying. That was last week's episode. We talked about ear candy a lot, and I accept payment. It was. It was just real quick. It was kind of hard for me. I because I do listen to our episodes. It was kind of hard for me to ta- hear myself talk about opinions for two hours. To, to hear you, yeah, specifically? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're one of the more interesting. Uh... Uh, all right, we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, <laughs> Planting the seed Plenty. of doubt. You are also. <laughs> Jesus. You are also uh, the. I mean, you're the biggest baseball fan I know. I'm I like sure, baseball. I'm sure you know some other people who are up there. Yeah, I mean, I I know a little bit about baseball. Not a lot, but some. But a lot. Some. But <laughs> I mean, you are someone. I have had conversations with you before, where you in your pocket had the Twins game playing. Mm, yes. And yeah. like we were talking, and you had you had no problem talking over the Twins game in your pocket, uh, but it was I mean you because you listen or watch every single game, every single one, 162. Yes, so many games. And That's just the Twins. I'll watch 
other games after the Twins game. And I'll watch two or three a day sometimes it, if I can swing it. Oh, really? Shit. That is yeah. amazing. So my first thing and is... And again, I don't get much accomplished. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm not avidly... I, I'm not like totally focused on it. It's just on, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. game is on. I mean... And I'll be at work or at home or, you know... If you, if you really paid attention to your entire baseball game, you would go Insane. a little nuts, I think. I mean, I don't even know if the people on the field are paying attention the whole time. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. They're stealing signs and shit. (laughs) 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 But but I'd want to ask you first is how, why? What is it about baseball and fandom? Is that too is that too heavy of a question? Um, I wouldn't say heavy. It's cliche, but I, I I don't know why. Yeah. Um. I, I, to, I, I just find it fascinating to be able to, that you can take a little round ball with stitching yeah. and hold it and snap your wrist or release the ball and make it do all sorts of funky stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, and a good fastball at 102 is interesting to watch, but I like it when a pitcher totally fools a guy and you can tell the batter like, man, that, had to hurt. It's swinging. Crazy. He, I bet he hurt his back or his hip or something. Yeah, when they kind of and drop to their knee. Yeah, and they're just completely fooled by a pitch. It's like it, you know, probably expecting a fastball, and he got a breaking ball spiked straight in the dirt, and he was swinging like it was going to be a fat. You know, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's pretty. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, more a- more than people think, and it's hard. Yeah. To play baseball I mean, is effing hard. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, there's only, man, I can't remember the number, but in the entire history of baseball, I think there's only been like 19,000 players total. That's it. Going back 150 years. In Major League Baseball? Yeah. Think of that. I've, I've 150 heard. years, only 19,000 we're good enough to play I like at that level. Travis think about that. <laughs> I mean, it is a it's a tiny number for there to be a, like of a because uh, there's another. Uh, how big is the team? How many people? Uh, are Twenty six. Tw- they bumped the roster up to twenty six this year. I think. Oh yeah. You have a twenty five man roster, forty five or twenty five of forty, and then your minor leagues. Oh, and there's it's a game of longevity too, like career wise. Can be. It can be. Yeah. But or you can the other thing, come up and go down right away and never be seen again. People mm-hmm. don't well, yeah. I mean you can toil in the minor uh, leagues yeah, yeah. for your whole life. Also, throwing a baseball, like we're not meant to throw no, overhand. No, no. We're meant to throw underhand. Yeah. Yes. Throwing the ball overhand is it, it's um, it's brutal. It's the it, it's not supposed to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all yeah, every injury is a uh uh, what's the word? Uh, yeah. Repetitive injury. Like, like a use injury. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you get, or you get hit drive in the, in the, in the face. face. Sure. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Like Chapman got when he played for the Reds. Oh, he got a line drive to the face. Oh yeah. I felt terrible for him until, you know, years later, it turns out he's a wife beater and I'm like, oh, good. He got hit in the head then. Yeah. The only thing I really know about baseball, uh, the last time I cared about baseball, <laughs> 
I don't. It's not that I don't care about it. The last time I had time for it uh, mentally was uh, Nolan Ryan. Oh yeah, playing for the Rangers. Oh wow, I know <laughs> it's been a while. That was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and I was collecting baseball cards at the time, and that was all really interesting. I I love, like you were saying, the, the idea of, uh, uh, you know, making the ball do something. The other side of it that gets me is the mentality of the pitcher. Yeah. Like this whole, uh, the, it, the literal mound, the literal, like... Uh, uh, teaching uh, teaching batters lessons, yeah, and oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. That that of course intrigues me because it's brute force, yeah. And charging the mound, that whole. There's you see that is, video of Nolan Ryan. Oh yeah, when he just takes that guy out oh, and oh. charges the mound. That's Who Rob, is it? Robin is it Robin Ventura? Ventura? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. He and Ventura, because well, I remember that stuff. <laughs> Robin Ventura he's, probably he's, thought I'm gonna I'm gonna teach this old guy a lesson, and oh. he got. He got his clock. Oh, clean. he was it was meat hooks. He had him in a headlock, uh, and it's that's brutal, which is super oh, exciting. We're doing a timeout because Fleming has a phone call. Business. It's business. He's we'll running a business. This is takeout. But maybe we'll say something good. <laughs> um, what you do maybe. Go I, I didn't mean to sow seeds of doubt about oh, no the way. last episode. Oh, uh-huh. I'm just happening to oh, yeah. sow seeds of doubt. Well, there's nothing down. I'm glad we did it. You're just tired of yourself. Yeah. That's okay. I do get tired of myself. All right, thanks so much. I'm tired of myself. I'm tired of this town. I know. So sorry. I know how you, feel. you know, we should write a song. You don't know. Hey, you don't know how it feels? I know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. What, was there an emergency? Not, not an emergency. Uh, just we have a new employee, and there's always, you know, as she works there more and more, things come up that she's never dealt with before. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that was that was close when I had to figure out how to check a balance on a gift card. Oh, yeah. Do you Dicey. ever do you ever have to uh, deal with riffraff at your candy? Well, you have your regular customers. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say <laughs> the like, people. And, and, but that's that's that came out wrong. We, I call them <laughs> I call them the hall I call them the hall of fame. Yes. So there's like hippie vet Brian, who's sadly no longer with us. Oh. Here I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of hippie vet Brian. <laughs> I I just I like him so much, um, but to get there I've got to do a couple of things. But he he was a you know he a, a, a Vietnam vet yeah. played guitar. Um, did you ever meet hippie vet Brian no. Brian Moore? No. He was he had like tie dye suspenders and uh, his, he was a uh, uh, survivor of the Ariskany fire the U.S. the USS Ariskany the familiar with that no no oh, man you should read 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 up on that Jesus. this aircraft carrier like huge fire started on it damn yeah i think what if mccain was on that i was just gonna say I this think, sounds like a mccain thing yeah it may have been but brian was on that ship and it it yeah it, that wow. scarred him wow that's crazy he's never he told me straight up he's like i was not this, never the same person do a lot of people come in uh i imagine record stores are a little bit like fly shops for fishermen sure where like yeah. people come in they don't really even know why they're there just hanging out but they hanging just kind of want to I like it yeah hang out you know come in on a Friday night I I'll probably have a beer in the fridge I, or something I you think know? a store like that is great yeah, yeah. I, I yeah there's Emmett you know Emmett the punk rocker yes. he comes in the awful uh, truth yeah the, yeah. He's a, he's a trip yeah you know what you know who one of his favorite artists is oh oh no oh I want to guess this so bad Shade Devo no, you no, way off. Because he likes punk rock, obviously, yeah. you know. 
but he also really loves easy, uh, new age, easy listening. So Lawrence Welk is like one of his favorite. Yeah. He likes bubble jazz. He bubble. Yeah. Lawrence. (laughs) amazing. Yeah. So every Lawrence Welk record I get, um, See, we're t- bringing it all back to North Dakota, right? Now, yeah, because he's from Strasburg. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so I, I can't sell a Lawrence Welk record. Yeah, you know, I take it to the dumpster. But when I found out Emmett <laughs> is, it is in the Lawrence Welk, I'm like, well, damn it, I'm going to save every Lawrence Welk record. So sometimes he'll come in, I'll have like, you know, get three of them at a time, and he's. Have you ever interacted with Emmett? Uh, a long time ago, I had a short-lived MCAT show with a friend. Yeah, yeah. When he when he when he's pleased about something, he uh, he says, "Oh, wonderful." Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like I go in there too much, uh, and I'm only in there once a week to every two weeks. Yeah, and I'm in there short. I feel like that's too much. He, John has told me it's that. not enough. I know it's like, not enough. I know, of course, and but I know there's people that are in there almost possibly every, every day. Every day, yeah. almost. Do you yeah. Hellgate students come in there? Not much. I have a few. That's good. Um, yeah, there, so there's Emmett the Punk Rocker, Hippie Vet Brian, um, uh, Heavy Metal Jeff. Do you know Heavy Metal Jeff? He lives right up the street here. Is he uh, He's got long hair? Bald on the bald top on the and he walks everywhere? Yeah, I know. That's that. Heavy Metal Jeff. He's in there every time I go in there. He comes in a lot. But yeah. I have not seen him in like six weeks. <gasps> oh. Uh-oh. So I, I, and believe me, I checked the death notices in Missoula to see. Jesus. That's how I found yeah. out about Hippie Vet Brian passing away. Because he wasn't coming I, in. I'm like, I, man, I haven't seen him in a month. Oh, man. Something happened. Oh, no. Um, but Jeff is like... Um, <laughs> He, you know, every, the seventies man. Everything, oh, the music back then. You know. Oh, he's, 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 he's he loves his metal. He's quintessential <laughs> record store dude. Yeah, and like, he, uh, but he's uh, dealing with some me- like medical stuff right now. I think um, he's he's got a bad back, and his doctor, you know, prescribed yeah. him. You know, he's uh, opiates, and yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. trying to. Uh, Get, he's got to get off those, you know. That stuff sucks. Yeah, yeah, sucks. and he's—I mean—but his—he's got a bad back and neck from like he's a well. I think he's a welder, like built bridges and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's just yeah, his his back and neck are all messed up. So you get good. It stays interesting in there, I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's always yeah, <laughs> shoplifters. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah. once in a great while, not so much anymore because he can just listen to music, you know, on YouTube or Spotify. Oh, yeah. You don't have to pay for it. So, have you ever had to chase someone? Oh yeah, man, I, I chased your this high kid. fidelity moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, there was uh, it was probably like eight or ten. It was quite busy at the moment at the time. Eight or ten, probably about eight or ten people in there, and I'm helping, and I see this kid. He he's, walking up to the front door and he's kind of giving me a funny look <laughs> you know like i'm just like something's off here and i see he's kind of got something and uh he steps outside and i look through that bay window yeah and uh i see he's got a record he's getting on his bike mm-hmm. so i well first i had to tell the customers like i'll be right back <laughs> 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 So I left the store to chase this guy down with like seven or eight people still in the store. And I caught him in front of Strongwater. And uh, I had him on his bike. He was fighting with me. And then Casey, who worked at Strongwater. The he, strong guy? The, not, not, the the, guy? not the blonde guy. He oh, was, yeah, he's yeah. shorter. He had longish hair. 
I think his name is Casey. Um, but he came running out and helped me, you know, detain him. And uh, turns out the dude, Casey's like a safety for the Montana Grizz football team. He oh, would have knocked that guy boom. out. Of the, he would have, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that uh, kid riding on his bike. And Casey comes out of the store and like knocks him into Higgins. Or so something. you like held him? Yeah. So we're holding him and a glass pipe falls out of his pocket and breaks. And I grab him and I'm like, I've dragged him back to the store. And I've called the cops. He's like, well, you're going to call the cops? Really calling the cops? He couldn't believe it that I was going to call. And I'm like, yeah, you dipshit. You're 19 years old. He was surprised? Yeah. <laughs> and, here, and he's like, it's just one record. Huh. And I'm like, no, you, you little shit. It's not one record. And, he, and here's why it's not one record. Because it's a double. No, <laughs> it wasn't a double. Because it's a Chicago album. Well, I would I would have let him take it <laughs> if it was a Chicago. No, sorry, ter- Terry Katz, uh, rolling over his grave. I apologize. Uh, um, no, uh, and here's why it's not one record because it was a de- a record by a band called Death, and it had a twenty dollar retail on it, right? Mm, yeah. But that thing cost me 15 bucks wholesale. Right? Yeah. Yep. So he takes that one. Let's say he took that one record and he got away and I didn't catch him. The next three records that I sell for 20 bucks that have a $5 markup, the $5 markup on those three totals the amount to pay for the wholesale to, cost of the one he took. To replace so it. it's, it, it's in theory, he's actually taking four records from me. Yeah. So, so you think think about it oh, like yeah, see yeah, how, totally right. So it's not just one record; it, it's the next three. Did you explain this to him? Yeah. <laughs> what, oh, it, what, it gets it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> um, it, it actually does get better. So I and he's like I could. I mean, he was somewhat dim witted. You could just see he's trying to process that. But that's you know I mean I don't even have a I'm not a business guy economics you know but yeah, even yeah. I can that's just practicality man yeah. So it's like it's not one record; it's four. Yeah, is what. Yeah, yeah, it's how it is. Um, but anyway, the cops. This is where it was real. Cops get there. He's like nineteen or twenty, and uh, you know they're arresting him and they're getting info like, "Where do you live?" Doesn't have a place. You know, mm. living with his mom. Yeah, doesn't have a job, and you know nothing. And the kid was like, you know. <laughs> the cops like, man, you you're 20 years old, stealing records. Really, you gotta get gotta get your shit together, kid. You know, really, the cops yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah, but and then they're filling out all this paperwork. They don't. I don't think they book them. They <clears throat> just wrote a citation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But as they're going through all this stuff, and the kids giving them, it takes a while, right? And then the kids like. Is this going to take much longer? Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, sweet. <that's> amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then the cop was like, well, why does it matter? You don't have a job you got to be to. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> you don't have anywhere important to be. Yeah, oh, awesome. It was hilarious. That's awesome. It was great. But the, the same kid came back to the store like 10 years later and was like, hey, man, I just wanted to apologize. Really? I've, had, I've had multiple people come back years later and apologize. Yeah, I had one guy that was in like his 30s. He's like... I stole a pipe from you when I was like 17 and I've felt bad about it ever since. So here, I want to pay you. <laughs> it was wow. like 15 years later. That's hilarious. It's amazing. Well, you, it's like you have to make, you have to atone 
because it's the only shop in town for your selection of records. Oh, if you want to go back in Yeah, there. if you want to have access to that yeah, I mean, physically, I, you have to atone for your past sins so you can at least come back in. That's hilarious. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but that's such, that's such the, the whole... Oh, dang it. You were just there. God damn yeah. it. I don't know how to do it without getting rid of the... I'll find it for you. <laughs> that's hippie. hippie that, did you see that picture? Yes. Did you see what the shirt said? No. Normal people scare me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I miss Brian, man. He was... I, that dude would come in and, like... He was way into, like, rocketry and, like, oh, engines. Like and, rockets? Yeah, and mo- spa- anything with the space program and astronomy and, like, vehicle engines and things like that. And he'd be talking... Like all this engineering and physics stuff. That's awesome. But he's talking to you like you know what he's like. It makes sense to you, and I'm just like, sure. You know, I just nod. And sure. Did you believe? Did you feel like he knew what he was talking about? Or was oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had he had to have. Are you into astronomy? Uh, not, not too much. I'm not it's either. Interesting. There are I mean, I find it it's, it is interesting, but not something I. Sometimes I feel like, why aren't we all into astronomy? Why aren't we all? Yeah, well, if you think about, if you look at the stars yeah, at great. nighttime and like try to comprehend it and come up against that wall where you're like, I just can't. It's religious moment. Yeah, One, man. you two, know, three. Do you count four? the stars? <laughs> no, but that's like that's where the interest would start, right? It'd be like the first question would be, how many of these are there? It's a lot. <laughs> I just there's the some there's some days where I'm like it's weird that this is like an this is like an elective when you're growing up that this is not a fundamental thing that yeah. we all learn about because it is the it, to me it is the most interesting thing yeah going on around yeah planet Earth is what else is out there uh, yeah, there's something out there there's some do you think there's aliens. I think there's aliens on the planet. Yeah. And I think they like, Do you think we've already run, made- I think they run things. Yeah, Jared I'm, Kushner. Yeah, Jared. I mean, that guy's a, he's a lizard person. Yeah, man. he is. He's, he's a lizard person. Uh, Mitch he? McConnell. Mitch McConnell, Turtle Man. Lindsey Graham. Terrible. They're just... It's like... When I see how people behave, I'm like, they've... To actively mess with other people, I'm like, you're fucking... You're yeah. a goddamn alien. So you think people are basically good? I think... Be, no, uh, no, people are basically uh, normal. Yeah. Anybody that's outside of the scale of normal, lizard person. Yeah. Alien pretending to be a human. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like humans suck. And sure. For the most part, yes. And who would I think is an alien? I don't even know. The Rock. The Rock? Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart? No. <laughs> Definitely not Kevin Hart. Uh, uh, well, how about like, uh, <clears throat> who's the, what was the comet cult? Oh, well, um, Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Gate. That guy, you know, what was his see name? that guy talk? It's yeah. like, holy moly, And man. his what, weird haircut? What is, yeah, what's behind those eyes? They man. had the, the brand new Nikes, the bunk beds, trying to, <laughs> whatever details. Yeah, and their thing was they were waiting for the comet, the comet to pass over and, and they were going to hop on. Yeah, the spaceship yeah. was in the tail. That was supposed That's to be right. pick them up. That's right, totally. How do people yeah. fall for that garbage, man? <laughs> oh, well... Huh. Well, the, I mean, it's the cult mentality. Like it's the feeling of wanting to belong. I, I can understand their mentality of wanting to do it because it, it feels like a, uh, uh, escapism. Hello? Just so everyone knows Fleming is gone. <laughs> He's got another phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, my, my, the mentality of, uh, 
like you get to leave kind of like the uh my theory of uh uh i'm not suicidal in any way but if the world ended that sounds great yeah like everybody gets to be done okay great i get to be done like the last person to go to sleep out of the sleepover yeah i mean that's the thing i i kind of get being in a cult unless it involves the suicide yeah no i don't understand that because i do understand being oh jamestown Oh, uh, yeah. he's from Jamestown. But that different was that Jamestown. was a little different, though, right? That was a little murderous, wasn't it? Yeah, some I don't uh, really know that story. People were some were in on it, but some people just got murdered, and some people committed too, and kids too. Oh yeah, everybody. The Kool Aid. It's the uh, the laced Kool Aid. But I mean, but yeah, Heaven's Gate. They all oh, they committed to it. They weren't in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why? Well, How, what I, is the mentality? I of that? get the like. Um, I I do think. The world sucks. Yeah. And I also think um, there are days where I personally feel like uh, I don't get it. I don't get why the things that matter to people matter to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And meeting someone who like had completely sort of re-engineered what society looks like uh, could potentially be very appealing to me. Yeah. You know, I think my problem with uh, people who act like they know more than me <laughs> would prevent me from following anyone into a cult. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but yeah. I do oh, understand, yeah. like, just feeling like dissatisfied and other and um, like no one gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could see that feeling oh, leading yeah. to following someone to a scary. I, I totally understand. I'm the same exact as you with the, I don't want to be told what it yeah, is. That's the thing. I'd be a better cult leader than a cult member. Mm-hmm. Yes. We could. That's, there's two types of peoples. <laughs> there's two types of peoples. There's two types of people in this world. Cult leaders, Kool-Aid cult makers followers. and Kool-Aid drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that is, I, that's why I would never fall for it, but I would, uh, I, I, I have, I have no, I cannot deny that I wouldn't start a cult. Uh, yeah. Do you think though, do you think that it, you would like start this? Do you think you would be like, I'm going to start a cult and then kind of reverse engineer it like that? Or do you think you would come up with this thing that felt good and then slowly spread it around and then one day be like, Oh shit, I started a cult. Oh, oh no! You know I mean? no, I, I, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, that shit. You file. For you the, come up with it. You do the you pa- paperwork it. first. Yeah, paperwork first. <laughs> this is an official thing. You have to be able to show them the seal. Got it. That you got the notary. Got it. That you are. So you, you have some meetings about it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we'd have some. We'd have some luncheons. Yeah. Decide. You know, I'd, I'd get some intel from my friends. Get a Gmail. Who would then be elders? Yeah. Set up my Gmail account. Cool. The Mighty Cult at gmail.com. <laughs> and, and dive into it. Do you have any sense of what your like the tenants of your cult would be? There would definitely be like uh, there would be a a lyricist that everything was based off of. Sting. It would probably it would be oh, I would really the, sting. The yes, the uh, all of the gospel would be uh sting lyrics. It wouldn't be Neil Pert lyrics. Oh, true, but no, but no, no. He, I feel like Rush was trying to start a cult, and yeah, and they did, and you can tell and gladly. 
and I followed it. I was in that cult for a second. Wow. Were you in that cult for a second? Yeah, you're you sitting, were when you were little. You're sitting right next to his, my uh, 14-year-old bedroom. We haven't talked about Neil Piert, Piert. passing. How do you pronounce his name? Pert. Pert. Is it, it's, Pert. I, I pronounce it Pert. Yeah. yeah, I went to his master class, and he introduced himself as, Hi, I'm Neil Pert. I don't know how to get around that. What business is that guy Isn't, teaching doesn't a master Checker, class? Doesn't Checkers have a big hang-up about yeah. calling Peart? Checkers calls him Peart. Yeah. And and maybe maybe Neil pronounces his name wrong, <laughs> and maybe and maybe he maybe he's he he like glides over it to where it doesn't sound like uh, so French Canadian, but uh, I, I think it's pert. Yeah, and uh, that seems fine. Yeah, big drum set that guy. Look at that guy. Look at him playing those Ludwigs. We're looking at a, <clears throat> a poster that Travis got for your birthday, right? Fourteenth birthday. Fourteenth birthday yeah. of Neil uh, doing the classic drummer thing. He's on the counter- leaning on some toms. That's part of the that's both on, sticks in one hand. That's on the counterpoints tour right there. He has two sticks in his other hand. You can't see it, but that's <laughs> it's one of the, his things. <laughs> it's just four sticks. Well, it is a counterpoints. You can tell by the bass drum. Yeah, head. it's got the nut and bolt on it. Did you see them live ever? Nope. You didn't. No, I was. Uh, I was. By the time I was of age to go try to see them, I was kind of done. Oh, you were a Rush fan, right, John? Oh yeah, big time, awesome. huge. I saw him once. Where? At uh, Metropolitan uh, Stadium at Metropolitan Arena. I think it was called Metropolitan Stadium in the, in uh, Bloomington, Minnesota, where the oh, where awesome. the North Stars played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. On the uh, Presto tour. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. 1990. Oh. And you know how Rush is always kind of known for like. Their opening acts are usually like pretty good and interesting. Mm-hmm. I was one of the unfortunate people that had to sit through Mr. Big oh, as right the on. opener, <laughs> the one dud band <laughs> that Mr. they chose Big. as an opener. Or other because they like they they it, the bass player Billy Sheen. Yeah, you got for, to see Billy Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> who are famous? Uh, what are some of the famous Rush openers? That- Van Halen. Uh, Primus Rush open for uh, Kiss Kiss right Yeah, yeah. Famously yeah. That makes no sense uh, uh, Gary Simmons I almost called him Gene Simmons found him I, That's I'm going to call him Gary Simmons from now on Because I know that would annoy him Is his real name Gary? No Gene <laughs> I don't even think it. No and his real name is not Gene either It's something Wait uh, who, What are big ones What are big ones that open for Rush? Van well, Halen Yeah Primus Primus Van Halen. Uh, They used to have uh, Well These guys aren't big Max Webster You remember those guys? Uh, Canadian uh, band uh, No Oh did Triumph At one time Open for them I would think not yeah, You think so Maybe Triumph Well Triumph is pre they, they Rick Emmett from Triumph Probably begged and begged Come on Getty Please <laughs> <laughs> Come on And They're like No um, What's Who, the What's the amazing documentary About Rush Um uh, Behind the behind the lighted uh, behind the lighted stage uh, lighted stage is something that it? like that it's so good it's so good I haven't watched it, is it oh worth yeah, it's, yeah it's totally yeah. worth it yeah are yeah. they they're like every, every interview I've seen they're they're like cool dudes they are yeah they're, yeah they're, two of them are <laughs> what? Jesus oh. sorry uh, oh, okay oh R I P well, uh, I mean we can still talk about him true like uh, you know no he's just not a he's just not a people person he was not a, he's not he does not the other two are very endearing in the documentary yeah and have he you, is very serious like, and not doesn't want to be apart I got I got it. Uh, have you seen the episode of Trailer Park Boy did I tell you no. about this oh, Trailer you, Park Boys <laughs> where they kidnap you told me about Alex that. Lyson <laughs> no jeez dude. <laughs> Because they, they didn't get tickets in time. Like Ricky or Julian somewhat, probably Ricky, forgot to get tickets so, and the show sold out. So 
God. They were like, we'll, we'll just kidnap Alex and we'll get tickets. Oh, that's hilarious. I love that show. Do they still make that show? I don't know. That episode is incredible. Um, the uh, who here has read uh, one or two or three of Neil Peart's books? I've read the one about biking, uh, motorcycle, motorcycling. Yeah, I have in not. Africa. I haven't read it. Oh, in is Africa. It, yeah. Have you read the one about Canada? No. Oh, is that after the first his daughter one? dies. No. Well, yeah, yeah. No. That's why he and went wife. on the big road. Yeah. yeah. His daughter died in a car accident, right? Yeah. And then his wife died no, of cancer. Did they I both think it's die in the a car opposite. accident? No, because they're separated by about nine months. I yeah. think. Did but, Keanu Reeves's girlfriend? I think die it was his daughter also? that died of cancer. I think so. Yeah, and then wife died, and then or no, car daughter car oh, accident. Shit. Which one is it? Oh, somebody, nobody, call, actually, somebody nobody, call in, please. Nobody's yelling at the <laughs> nobody's yelling at their phone right now. It doesn't it doesn't really matter? Uh, no, it's saddest story on earth, and uh, an amazing book to follow. It it's a it's a hefty tome, if you will. Is it long? Yeah. That's a solid like 800, 900 pages. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Too long for memoir. Yeah. Too that's, long. And it's, it's, yeah, that's Neil's Fountainhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love Ayn Rand. Oh, man. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. What a weird, what a weird band. That's a. I didn't know he was sick. No, nobody, nobody did. did. That's crazy. No, yeah, he kept that one. Kept it under wraps. Yeah. But uh, no, he's it's a weird band. He's he writes the words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and weird time signatures comes from fitting the words. Oh, write, really? Yeah. That's like one of the reasons that weird time signatures Their songs happen. are they do fit together in a very interesting like jigsaw Tetris way where like mm-hmm. obviously often the parts do not sound like they should go together. Yeah. But the way that they get them to I don't know, flow into each other is mm-hmm. always Interesting, and I also always think, oh, I could not be They've in done a Rush cover band. Totally. They've done all sorts of stuff, too. To, they did all sorts of exercises. I could pick out some songs. Oh, yeah. We the could maybe easy, get a the set easy together. ones. Yeah. The easy ones. Uh, Make, making Memories. That's a straightforward uh, rocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom uh, Sawyer was my uh, one of my audition songs for American Falcon. Sweet. Really? Those guys. Way to go, American dominate Falcon. Dominate that song, too. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. are, is that band still playing? You guys still yeah. play? No, I don't. You're not I, in there? I'm not in there, but uh, they, they are still. Steve, that's Steve Jacobs is playing drums. So Steve essentially Jacobs. It's, it's essentially this now the, the sound guy. The Sound Creations. What's this thing called? Sound Creations. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was oh, when they uh, were the yeah. Laser Wolves. Uh, yeah. Uh, he does, with, when it wasn't Bubba. It was Steve Jacobs. Yes. Where's Bubba? He's long gone. I think Bubba He's died. Dead. Yeah. Really? We yeah. heard the story on on this yeah. podcast. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Sad story. Yeah. Did Bubba come into the record store? I remember seeing him, yeah, but it's then he just kind of fell off the radar. Didn't yeah, he? he fell off the. That's how American Falcon got started. Was that he just he, he just go the, he ghosted he everybody did, pretty ghosted, much? Yeah. Right? He, yeah, he fell off the radar for so long that they just started a new band. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Came so, with another Jimmy sweet Roll, band name. Roll, r- 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 is it Rolly or Roll? Jim Roll. Jim Roll. Yeah. Jim Roll. Jim Roll, and and I auditioned with uh, Sab- uh, Sabbath. Uh, Warbigs. Uh, no, uh, what's the other one? The uh, band? Paranoid. Oh, yeah. oh. auditioned with Paranoid and Tom Sawyer. God damn, that was awesome. Wow, that was a good day for me. Get after. I'll tell it. you what, because I already knew those songs. Beautiful. <laughs> I didn't have to prep for that band. Got in the band, recorded two albums. It was amazing. and they were good. It was, and they still are. Chris Latrey, Chris Latrey, did not hold up. What? What? Um, did not hold up. American <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> I actually, I remember buying 
Uh, that first one you recorded mm-hmm. from Chris at like a maid fair or something. Sweet. Like Julia was selling her stuff and Chris just had some American Rockstars. And getting home and feeling like, holy shit, this band rocks. Yeah. I could not believe <laughs> that it was a Missoula band. It was awesome. <laughs> so loud. Yeah. We had our, we had our release party for that album at Ear Candy and we didn't play. We just had a release party. Oh, and just like played the album. Yeah, and we just hung out. Why? That's we had chips and salsa. That sounds more fun. Oh, that's it what was. we did for Sasha's album. Yeah, is it, that a thing? It, yeah, <coughs> there was so many people at the Sasha Bell release. You were like, man, we party. should we should play. <laughs> <laughs> All these people are here. <laughs> more than we get at shows. I yeah. feel that way every time the the Zoo City uh, or the Zach kid rock camp happens and you know they play their songs at the top hat at the end of the camp and there's like 300 people there yeah, yeah. and you always feel like god i wish i was playing these kids must feel like stars yeah <laughs> <That's> so awesome <laughs> this must feel yeah. so good no, chips and salsa ear candy you should make those kids play to a room of like three people and give yeah. give them the real sense this is of what it's what, really like this is what it's really like yeah. oh and look at that you, your amp doesn't work yeah, your amp's not working, Figure and uh, here's your three bucks. And have the sound guy just be really rude to them. Yeah, just a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> These kids ain't going anywhere. <laughs> so it's like kids. Yeah, just, just sorry. <laughs> sorry, this is the way it's going to be for a decade. Uh, all right, let's get down to it. Oh, Uh-oh. back to the Houston Astros. Well, oh. No, 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 I'm just joking. I, I have, Oh, yeah, that, it's crazy, isn't it? It is a crazy thing, but it's not the first baseball scandal. No. Baseball's kind of... Well, there's... The big one's the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. But, as I was reminded by my friend Peter Bordwell, who's a White Sox fan, he was like, they were acquitted at the trial. Oh. What do you mean? There was a trial? I think so. Wait, what What scandal is this? The, the throwing the 19- throwing of the World Series in 1919. Yeah, it's the, okay. So, Shoeless Joe Jackson? Yes. That, that era? Yeah, I mean, now, I, I don't know what if if it is, like, acquitted in the actual classic sense of the word, or, like a real trial yeah, or, or what. Yeah, or, like, the court of public But they opinion. still were banned for life. Damn. Banned Why for life. Why sports ban people for life? Uh, I think you can get banned from a, a lot of sports, can't you? But it just never really Donald happened. Sterling was banned for life from the NBA. NBA, yeah. For saying racist. The NFL does not ban gross. anybody for life. You cannot no. fucking get banned. <laughs> um, it's really hard. It's they'll even they'll have you back. Yeah. No, they'll pay you tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. You can stay on a team during your prison sentence. Yeah. It does make the NFL a little bit harder to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a hard time That's with That's one it. of them. It's yeah, pretty that's one rough. reason. It's pretty what? So this Astros thing happened. Yeah. What exactly happened? Well, I mean, from what I gather is that they had someone in the with the camera like the center field feed, mm-hmm. and then he was able, he or she was able to figure out the sign because they, you know, they switch up the signs during the game, yeah, to yeah. avoid them being. And you're talking about the sign from the catcher, from the, the catcher pitcher, to the pitcher for what pitch to throw. Yes. Yeah, so once they kind of figured out what. <laughs> The sequence was, you know, one, two, three, whatever. Um, then they were able to, I don't, they must have just, I think they were calling down into oh, the no. dugout. They were hitting trash cans. Yeah. They, yeah, in yeah. The, so they would call down to the people in the dugout and then they'd hit certain pitch. They'd hit 
trash can. Yeah, it was Three either hits is a curveball. Yeah, I don't even know. From what I gathered, it was either no hit or one hit. Like yeah, they were, yeah. they weren't calling every pitch. They were calling fastball or not. Yeah, it's like off speed yeah. pitch or not off speed yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was just the normal camera that we're watching. Yeah. So it wasn't like I. I mean, I know this is bad. I'm not going to defend any of this, and I don't care. But it was uh, like they used just really simple. Yeah, this simple. whole process was completely I know, the, simple. The trash can is like really. Yeah, yeah. And then the bottom, you don't have anything else. Also, <laughs> why did I mean was everyone like around this? Like, why are they hitting the shit out of that trash can? Yeah. <laughs> why does it always happen right before yeah. the pitch? Before the well, pitch. I guess I was listening to a sports talk radio show <clears throat> the other day, and a, a guy called in from Los Angeles ta- talking about this 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 thing with the Astros and he said that he was listening to the game Astros Dodgers game on the radio and the Dodgers radio announcer was like I think they're stealing our signs somehow like no he way. actually mentioned it during the broadcast oh, like shit. He, yeah but but the thing that's weird right is like <clears throat> stealing this kind of stuff is sort of like part of the folksiness of baseball. Stealing also. signs if if you, if it's if it's a runner on base, that yeah, that's all good. And the man. runner on base conveying you know, that to yeah, the yeah, hitter yeah, no problem. I have no problem. It's with the it. use it's of this te- technology. The technology yeah. stuff is it's yeah. And the thing is, they you don't they don't really they don't need to do that. Yeah, it didn't improve. Well, they're averaging the stuff. They won the World Series, but they would have won the World Series anyway. I think. They're that good. Yeah, they were that good. Do you remember the Sports Illustrated cover? Uh-uh. Uh, it's this, it was a cover from uh, like 2000, 2014, 2013, something like that. And the cover of Sports Illustrated, it was the Astros team. And it said, ladies and gentlemen, your 2017 World Series winner. Oh. Like three, four years out, Making they, the they were. They oh, were I do remember that because they, they had just drafted yeah, they all had, those they guys. They had a great farm system. They were, they had, in the you know the general manager the plan the That's general right. manager had a plan, and the plan it worked. They didn't need to, you know. It's like and same thing with steroids, man. It's no, he's gone. Which is one thing I think is awesome because like, um, that upper level management. Is ta- actually being punished and not like yeah. the you know like if this isn't like you know a scandal in some other business like, oh yeah you if know, this is McDonald's or whatever. yeah yeah it's always the low level workers that get mm-hmm. yeah. shit canned and the CEO walks away with a bunch of money although the CEO of McDonald's did just get in trouble but he did also walk away with a bunch of money yeah so. yeah I mean that's yeah. just yeah I just use that because no you, players were punished not yet damn. I want to baseball. Yeah. Baseball seems like there's, there's like baseball is weird. Cause it, uh, it seems like sort of human error and human, I don't know. The human touch on baseball is like really important to the fabric of the game, you know, because there's, uh, it's like the least technologically <laughs> integrated major it hasn't changed much it hasn't changed much you know football has like tons of replay yeah lasers and shit uh (laughs) i don't know if the nba does or not uh but baseball seems like pretty old school it is in that for the most part um i mean and the what what i like about baseball is 
you know, a successful hitter, the benchmark of a successful hitter is a 300 average. I know. That's only a 30% success rate. Yeah. And that's considered it's crazy. Yeah. top level. Still failing the vast majority of the time is top level. Yeah. And it's, and 250 is like, eh, okay. Yeah. So that's like out of a thousand at bats, the difference between the elite and not is only like 50 hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like, Less twenty five probably because that is like, crazy. If you if yeah. you if you that tell some weird. if you say hey yeah, he's got a three three hundred lifetime batting average whoa there aren't that many guys that did that not there's a, not 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 a whole lot I don't yeah. think and then you say he's got a lifetime two seventy five batting average mm-hmm. it's like eh. yeah that's only twenty five more hits per thousand at bats think about that that is really crazy is, and yeah. to think that's seventy five more hits than the three hundred would be like almost unimaginably good. Yeah, no one's I mean, no one's hit 400 since uh Ted Williams, so it's been long time. Did he career hit 400? No, 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 no. No. no, no. He got he I don't know when it was, but he's the last batter to hit 400 for a season. Damn. With with eligible plate appearances, which I think is I don't know what is it. I don't know how many at bats you have yeah. to have. To be eligible, baseball but, has a uh, baseball has a, a lot a, like a lot of chances to cheat compared yeah. to other sports that people are still trying to get away with corked bats, yeah, rosin, spitballs, pine yeah. tar, yeah, uh, spitballs. But it's so funny that so all weird. of these things, uh, like like you said, I don't think it. They imp- can't give you that I, much. That, of that's an my edge point. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So why do it? You why, know. You know. Yeah, what is the point? Well, of the, the reason to do it, I think, for on the individual level, is baseball is also obsessed with stats. Oh yes. So, yeah. like, when it comes to hitting home runs or batting for average or RBIs or whatever, there is an incentive, even if it doesn't make your team, you know, because yeah. even like the best teams of all time, what are 115 and the best? If you get to 100 wins, that's that's huge. That's huge. So you're still losing 62 40, plus. Yeah games yeah you're losing about 40 percent of your games so there's no it's funny that it really is it seems like it's you're more incentivized to like just sammy sosa yeah you know try to have the single season home run record or yeah. something oh there's the other scandal yeah. mcguire yeah the steroid <clears throat> scandal is huge and so there are they i tried to do some research it was hard for me, Travis, research this. Travis's eyes got really I tried sad. To, I tried to do that. I tried to research this, although it is really interesting. Um, so, is there a consideration that they're going to take away the, the pictures, the the no, World the, Series, the World Series? They might. And so, what might? Oh, really? Yeah, it's not over. They might. They might eventually decide, like, oh, no World Series for you. Damn. So, what's the difference between that and taking away uh, the like the last that uh, the the McGuire scandal, that era, that era of World Series. Well, well, you're you're, yeah. you're punishing people who didn't do anything. If you punish the whole team, I guess. And yeah. there's, I think there's probably also the sense that you're punishing the fans. Yeah, in the, a weird way. Oh yeah, I, I, well, I mean, the, that's the only. Like, are you wondering why? Uh, how many World Series have been taken away? Oh. Have I don't any? know if any have. So that's maybe the nineteen nineteen one. Well, there's no World Series in ninety four, right? Wasn't it the strike year? Yeah. Was Pete Rose the only person involved in his scandal? Yes. If Pete Rose would have just said straight up, "Yeah, I gambled." 
Yeah, well, yeah. But he, he lied is, and he lied and he lied and. But wasn't he betting on his team winning? Yeah, but that's what he said. He said, I, yeah. "But I never bet on my team to lose." But then you find out later that he actually did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, he like, yeah. if he would have, if he would have just, bad. if he would have just straight up said, when they caught when he when the you know when they first brought it up, if he would have said, "Yes, I gambled." Um. I got a problem, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting treatment for it and blah, blah, blah. He'd be in the hall of fame. Yeah. Like no brainer. He's got the most hits ever, Yeah, but he just kept lying and lying until, and then, you know, mm-hmm. he'd get caught and he'd lie some more and get caught. So that's where he's, he screwed himself on that. I they, he's popped up. He's on some broadcast now, isn't he? Oh yeah. He's a, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, horrible. Yeah. He's a, he's a little sports pundit. He's funny. Yeah. But he's not very good at it. <laughs> and it's just like with this this stuff you gotta have I mean, a good personality with Pete Rose it's like you know it's always like you know when the steroids happen he's like see that's worse than gambling I should be in the, you know and now with this now it's worse than what I did he always says that yeah he's he, like shut up man. I know you need somebody else let other people argue for you yeah let somebody else let bring it up happen. yeah every time you bring it up it looks like oh hi yeah yeah we know you want to be in there, yeah, and that's why you're not in there. It's because you want yeah. to be in there. That's why they're keep like just shut up, shut up. He's he, <laughs> he's in there at the base, at, you know, the baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, he is. He's not inducted as a member of the Hall of Fame, oh. but he's in there baseball. for yeah, ga- cheating, ga- you're gambling. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know that <laughs> Sasha's mom ran the gift shop at the baseball Hall of Fame no way. in Cooperstown? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. She said growing up. Her brothers had all kinds of shit. Cooperstown is awesome. Have you been there? No. I got to go and I was it's little. It's a village. Yeah. They refer they were they huh. refer to like I looked it up in Wikipedia, man. They refer it's actually a, referred to as a village. It's like you know, incorporated town, unincorporated town, blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, village isn't the actual term huh. that is used. I wonder what that's about. I New have, York is weird. New York has some weird yeah. stuff like that, but it is just a town. Uh, but it's really nice. But it's a lot I smaller uh, than I thought. It is in the summer though. There's like a billion people. a billion people there. Wow! But it's pretty, and they have that uh, Abner Doubleday Field, which is the little league field that's like, yeah, real nice. Creme de la creme. Yeah, it's real nice. Wow. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Uh, to look I would like at. to know what makes want, a I, baseball uh, field nice. You know, just like grass, <laughs> brick. Brick backs, ivy, ivy, wood walls. How does uh, this is a random? I got, I got nothing but beginner questions. Uh, how is it that outfields can be different sizes? This is one of those this, fun yeah, baseball things. Yeah. However, they design it when they're when they played at uh, the Polo Grounds in New York. Wasn't center field like six hundred and eighty yeah. feet or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. how yeah how does that how it's, does that play it's the best into- well and the best is when you're when you're young and you play baseball I don't know if you had this experience but you're always playing on multi use mm-hmm. fields so like it wasn't until I don't know later on that I started playing on baseball fields with fences uh-huh. so you're just playing on like a soccer field that has a baseball diamond totally. in the corner yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know you hit if you got that kid who's you know every little league baseball team is the kid who's like eight. 18 inches taller yes, than everyone yes. else <laughs> who who's a man basically <laughs> yeah. 
and can you know hits the ball 100 feet past the center fielder that fucker just rolls scares the yeah. crap out of it's, it's usually the pitcher oh it's totally so scary fast. Yeah. Scares that's the other everybody. thing is i don't think baseball is terrifying when you're young and there are different levels of uh pubescence oh happening. sure like it is i remember being so freaked out because also you know you go from a 45 the pitching mound in little league is 45 feet away yeah and then it goes to 60 feet six inches uh but just in one year oh you know you when you turn 13 or 12 or whatever it is all of a sudden you're on that regulation big, size a regulation field. side field a puberty size field and there are some kids you know who can throw maybe 80 miles an hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> from 45 feet away is horrifying. That's like a 100-mile-an-hour pitch It's from insane. It's yeah. so oh, funny, it's man. crazy. Baseball's great. <laughs> yeah, we... I'm just remembering we, how great we, baseball we, is. I'm when, we're playing on sun, when we play on Sundays, it's pretty relaxed, but there was a couple kids that would get in there, and they would throw the ball like 85, and we're like, it's not doing this, This isn't this, what man. we're doing. No. Mm-mm. You got to tone it down. Also, but, getting hit by a baseball... Does not feel good. It sucks. I like going to the batting cage. That's oh yeah, that we do I used to do all that the time. when they had them at when they had the batting cages at Westside Lanes. Yes. Yeah, I mean they're Get still there. Are they, are they're they still they, they don't yeah. they don't operate yeah. them. No, the last time we went to Westside was probably five years ago, and it was literally like uh, the Fonz and the jukebox. Like you just got to beat on it, I and wonder, it would start yeah. going. I wonder if we could go buy a pitching machine. For oh that. yes, oh yeah, you can. I've thought about I it. Don't want I don't want a backyard. I don't want it in this backyard. Yeah, and just and knock balls put over some, towards. No, put some netting up. I was gonna say that's that's where the real money is. Yeah. is you have to keep the balls contained. Oh, yeah, I used to go to. I used to go to. I used to go to Westside during happy hour. Get balls. a couple beers, hit balls. Yeah. No, I, I remember going and yeah, you step into the like the forty mile an hour. That's the big one. Oh, right. that just it's just a joke. Like I remember how trying slow to, it is? No, how fast that is for oh. me who doesn't know what you know. It just like I guess I'll just try to bunt. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like the one that throw goes is it sixty, I think is the mm-hmm. I like that that's the one I like. I like the uh the one that does the nice lob of a softball. Sometimes yeah. lobs are harder to hit. I of went, course. I yeah. went to batting practice at the Osprey Stadium last summer. Like to watch it? No, to participate. It's season ticket holders, man. They let you participate. No way. Uh, not kidding, man. So I'm out there, and I'm missing everything because they had the machine set so slow. I was swinging, and I actually had to turn to the guy. I'm like, "Can you crank that thing up to like 75? Because I, this too slow. I, I can't wait. I was, I was like swinging. But the ball was still like six feet. <laughs> in front of the plate because i'm i'm used to playing yeah, with yeah. my friends where it was a lot faster yeah. i'm like dude you gotta you need to crank this machine up because i'm i can't hold back so yeah. he cranked it up and then i started to get hits which makes you really back to the asterisk thing makes you really realize how somebody being able to tell you with a trash can hey this pitch is going to be slower than the last yeah one, yeah is huge oh it's yeah it's a really big deal those fuckers but- i wonder if uh, i wonder when the dodgers are going to play the astros again that'll be fun do you think they're going to brawl oh because no here's so that was the that That was was the the world series okay here's what i would do if i was the manager (laughs) if i was the manager of the dodgers who is the manager of the dollar it's uh, it's dave um uh dude i can picture his face uh is it dave dave i think it's dave rogers i think that might be his name actually good name um but uh if 
And, and who knows when the Astros and the they're in different leagues, so it's only once every four years or some five years they'll play each other. But if I was the manager, and like if this happened this upcoming season, if I was the manager, I wouldn't care where Clayton Kershaw was in the pitching rotation. I'd be like, dude, you're starting this game, and I want you to drill every batter that comes up <laughs> until the umpire tosses you. Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, and it would the ump would let him probably hit probably two people, this, maybe three. This seems like a baseball thing. Yeah, yeah. could happen. And then, but then the the most important thing though is I would tell my team if after we drill like two or three guys, the Astros are probably going to rush the bench. The, clear the bench. But you guys don't leave the fucking dugout. But would you be worried about Clayton up there on the pitching mound all by oh, himself? If he was, uh, no, I wouldn't. Because when they when when they I, I think that when they'd see that no one was coming out onto the field, it would just be awkward. It'd be awkward. You'd make them look dumb. That'd be amazing. Because they're that the ones be, that cheated. That'd, that'd be, be good amazing. TV. But then, oh yeah, you got to hit a trash can randomly. Yeah, that's oh, gonna ha- that's gonna oh, happen. The to trash them. can day at visit at ballparks. Oh man, this year I know that. Yeah, they're no, gonna, that's gonna happen. They're gonna be doing, and that's gonna be a joke. It's gonna be so all season. It's gonna yeah. be so noisy. And they're gonna the Astros are gonna get booed every time they take the oh, field yeah. at every single stadium they it's go play. It's gonna be great. which really stinks because that little Jose Altuve guy. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was the most fun. Yeah, he's great dude to watch. And now I, they think he might have been wearing wearing a wire. No way. Yeah. That's the latest thing to come out a few days ago is that they think that there he and someone else may have been wearing something under their jersey that would vibrate when a certain pitch was coming. So, because he hit that home run off, I remember that right. Yes. and when he uh, the walk off last fall, he hit that home run, and I I haven't watched the video yet, but when he gets to home plate, he's telling his teammates, "Don't take my jersey off, don't rip my jersey off." Because then they would have seen this wire. Oh, fucking hilarious. And, and my buddy Peter, who I mentioned earlier, he's like, dude, you look, you can see the fucking wire underneath the guy's jersey. Oh, this oh, is great. Oh, man. Jose. Oh. That sucks. Yeah, it's the last thing baseball needs, man. Just getting over the steroid shit and then this yeah. has to happen. Yeah, and constantly. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I get that. Baseball people, the league is worried about younger, younger people Getting being involved. interested in the game. Yeah, I get it, and uh, it it could be tough, but um, I I blame soccer for that. You know, because soccer is too popular. Uh, more no, fun to, more no, fun to watch. No, no, no. It's no. <laughs> not more fun to watch. What? What? Here's what, here's how I look at it. When you're eight years old, nine years old. I'm watching. <laughs> you know if you're not good at baseball. Yeah. You know, you you just know. Oh, um, and so because eh. you got put in right field. Yeah, every and it's just year. it's so much harder. Yeah. It's so hard to. But you can take any eight or nine year old kid and say, go run around in that field and try to kick the ball. Anybody can do that. That's at that age. True. It's just run oh, around yeah, and kick yeah. a ball. It's yeah. harder to fake baseball. Yeah. So the kids, <laughs> for a kid who's it, it, hey, I'm I can run around and kick kick the ball. Yeah. It's fun. I remember baseball. I'm not good at it. It's not fun. Also, there's like the chance, you know, I remember Alex Bernstein playing third base one year. Uh, He reluctantly played third base. Uh, He got a line drive to the face and his braces poking out 
of fuck, his lip. Fuck, dude. Like, uh. you could see the wires coming out of his lip. Wow. Uh. Yeah. What so happened? That's terrible. I don't How is old Alex he played? I don't. I think he's a cartoonist. He got kicked out of the high school. Oh. He got kicked out of your school? Yeah. Well, not my school. Different school. Different school. Yeah, for maybe some bad stuff. But I think, yeah. I think he's doing better now. Yeah. I don't really know anything about him. But he, he, he was good? No, he's terrible. He was terrible. He I usually think. played right field, and his dad got really bad him once because uh, he was in right field, and he had a hot dog with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we're talking. Terry gave, and his dad, you know, Little League dads are nuts. Yeah. And his dad, like, came out on the field and was screaming out of a dog <laughs> <laughs> away from us. Oh, him. man. <laughs> awesome. And then he played third base and got a line drive to the face. It's not for uh, everybody. So Alex doesn't like hot dogs anymore? Uh, he hates. He's vegan. <laughs> Yeah. Since that day. Oh, there yeah. it is. Since that day. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, 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 what was I just going to say? Dudes, we have to rehearse. We yeah. have to rehearse. Uh, I was going to mention one thing. Yeah. The, uh, just when we were talking about weird baseball stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, and rules that, you know, there's stuff going on that unless you really are into the game, you don't know. You know, yeah. What, what, what's fly, going on? What the hell? Yeah, infield things oh, like that. Just so, do, why? You know, if you're the, if you're the runner on third base and you're leading off third base, why do you stand in foul territory? Would it be if the ball, if the hit comes towards you, you want to have it remain fair and not accidentally touch it? You want to bounce it fair. If, if if you get hit, if you're running from first to second, second to third. And you get hit by the ball, like a ground ball hits you in the leg. You're out. You're out. Yeah. If you're standing in foul territory and you get hit by the the ball, you're not you're out. You're not out. Oh. Weird shit. But like if that. you're in fair yeah. territory, also, you, you, might, yeah. you might. Can it hit you and then go fair? Um, I think once it hits you, it's dead. I, that's an interesting question. I bet you can. I bet that's a weird. Baseball yeah. Rule. I mean, I like the ones where, you know, a guy hits a ball. It's got so much top spin in it. Goes like four feet and foul, then comes, and then it spin, and no one moves. Yeah, and then it spins and ends up like a half inch in fair territory, and the guy's standing on first. And that's yeah. the thing about baseball that, like, I I do understand people saying it's like slow and hard to watch. Watching it can be a very passive thing, although I think it's very enjoyably passive. Uh, although it's not slower than the NFL these days, but. Uh, the payoffs from paying attention to a baseball oh, yeah. game, like shit like that. Oh, seeing a team so turn a triple play. Fun. And oh, it's like, ba- what the hell, man? Baseball playoffs are just the best. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, the stars align during baseball playoffs, and they just, every year, yeah. it is I, exciting as I hell. Hope, I hope our minor league team doesn't go anywhere. The Paddleheads? Puddleheads. Yeah. The Puddleheads. Yeah, the name, dumb name. Why yeah, didn't they call it the Missoula Moose? I don't know. Missoula. Musula, yeah. it works. Weird. It all works really well. And now you know, you know, you remember when it was Osprey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, with the the chant, "Let's go Osprey!" Right? Yeah, let's go paddleheads. Paddle now it's gonna be "Let's go peaheads." <laughs> <laughs> peaheads. I hope Don't, it's peaheads. Right? God damn. Yeah. And then maybe they'll get rid of the, uh, you know, with the the peanut inning. At oh, the, at the, please yeah. don't get rid of the. That's oh, the only I hate, reason I want to go to oh, the game. Oh, I hate that thing. <laughs> I yeah. I can hear you know, it. You, you yeah, can hear peanut, it from our house. You know, <laughs> if they score a run in the sixth inning, they throw out peanuts yeah. to the. Yeah, but I know. say P, you say nut. nut. The best part is you can hear it from our house. Crystal yeah. clear. P, <laughs> nut, P, crystal nut. clear. Do you know what, what happens when you're at the game? Uh-huh. 
you go to use the bathroom at the, the stadium and the announcer's voice is piped into the restroom, you know, uh-huh. like the, all ballparks, right? So yeah. during the, the peanut inning, you're in the bathroom can't hear the people outside. You just hear the announcer going, pee, pee, pee. <laughs> <laughs> pee. I love it. Oh, I love it. Pee. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Let's go rehearse. John Fleming, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this has been Jamie. And Travis. Present. Hi, this is George Lucas the real George Lucas. And I'm here to remind you to support my friends, Jamie and Travis, by going to their Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash Jamie and Travis present. Wait, what's that, Chewy? Also, you can go listen to their complete archive of episodes at jamieandtravispresent.com. Again, this is George Lucas, the real George Lucas. Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis.